0: Right now, I am chugging my coffee before I run out the door to get to my work. And it's not some breakthrough acting job. I'm serving fancy hors d'oeuvres at a private event, okay? It's my survival job because New York is expensive. And while we're working at making it here, you gotta survive, you gotta pay that rent, you gotta live a little. So, once you get that apartment and sign the roommate agreement, you need a job that pays enough and quickly. So, put your egos aside. We're going to talk about survival jobs. because today I have with me two people that I met at a survival job. And we actually met at the same job the first time I met you guys. Oh my but, god, we did, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Not all of us? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, and then maybe we can save that for later, but I want to introduce you guys before we get started. Maybe I, I'll start with the ladies first. Oh, please. Yeah. Please. And, so my name is Chaka. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so I have with me... Solveig Eva. My stage name is Eva Solveig. Oh, yeah. And what what is it you say that you do in New York? What do people ask you? So I'm an actress and
1: an illustrator and an artistic director. And I also do modeling. <sighs> Dang,
2: okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but you're not from New York, where are you from? I'm from Iceland. Iceland! Oh. Bella Viking over here. And, <laughs> but how long have you been in the city? Since 2015. 2015, so that's uh, three years? Three years, yeah. Years. One thing you hate about New York City? The smell of pee.
1: Everyone says that. Everyone says the smell. (laughs) Everywhere, every day. I never thought I had to get used to that
0: smell. I don't think that is because it's the summer and everyone, that's just in our nose all the time right now. Are we sure it's
2: pee? It could just be the smell of New York in general. It could
0: be, maybe. (laughs) You hate the smell, which totally get that. Then one thing you love about New York. Uh, the convenience of
1: everything. Whenever I think about actually leaving the city, the fact that you can have everything delivered to your
0: door and there is everything here, it's okay. you can see. Oh, it out. absolutely, yeah. How yeah. you can like order food at 4 a.m. in the morning and someone will deliver it to you. Yeah, <laughs> and anything that exists, you can find. This question is a little uh, fun one. What, what is one thing that, that you've learned in the city that kind of sticks with you?
1: One thing I have learned in the city Gosh, I think the fact that you do need to detox is something that I would tell somebody Mm -hmm. who came to the city now. I think to keep your sanity and to keep yourself, I feel like you need to detox from New York every now and then. Right. And that is not something that I anticipated moving here, but whenever I leave New York, I notice that I've been pulled in some directions that I did not think that I was being pulled into. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes. totally. Yeah, and I feel like you only notice that when you leave the city and then when you come back you can come in recharged and do something different. That you need a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need breaks yeah. from New York. I
2: Wash think. off the pea smell.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Some fresh air. Okay, um, and that brings us into the man who sits across mm-hmm. from me. And what is your name?
2: My name is Sean Lee Perry the First. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, and so what do you say when people ask you what you do?
2: I always say that I am a, a writer director, disguised using my muscles as an actor, aka a bartender. That's <laughs> usually what I say. so true. Yeah. <laughs> just
0: Thank so
2: you. brutally honest. It gets it all out of the way. Get, that's pretty much what it is. Awesome, known as
0: a yeah. bartender. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Where are you from? Because you're not from Seattle.
2: I I, no, I'm from a small town in, in Pennsylvania, in the middle of the woods, called Kane, Pennsylvania.
0: Pen-small, Wonderful. Yeah, small town.
2: I graduated, I think, with 80 kids. What? So, I mean, yeah, I think one city block has multiples of, you know, the population of my hometown.
0: That is insane. It's insane, yeah. That's actually smaller than my hometown in Norway. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, dang, why win? I guess.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been in your I
2: life? just, I guess if you could use the word celebrated my two-year anniversary like two oh, weeks ago. I'm oh, a baby. I'm a baby, yeah.
0: You're yeah. baby oh, mm-hmm. I'm the baby of the group. Uh, one thing you hate about the city.
2: I hate that it's always a constant rush. I guess maybe that's the small town guy in me. I hate that it's always go, 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 go. Yeah. And I use I, the, I think it was, yeah, Shawshank Redemption, where uh, Brooks uses the, like, the world went off and got itself in a great damn hurry. I, I, yeah. And that's exactly what this city is. Like, wow. nobody stops yeah. and, like, and just considers what's around them. And uh, yeah, like, they got, that gets to you. That's true. At least true. to me.
0: And, you know, I think about that sometimes, too, when I'm always in a hurry and want to get somewhere, and I'm not thinking about the process that, okay, I'm doing it, but yeah. I want to get there, and I, you forget always. to stop. Always, yeah. I've turned like,
2: into a dick. I've turned <laughs> into a dick, and that was never me. I was always so nice, but now, like, I'm the guy walking a million miles an hour, and it's like... To calm down.
0: Oh, and guys, when you go home, do you do you feel that you have to readjust your meanness?
2: People are allowed to ask you how you are. They're yeah. not being dicks. They're just they just wanna genuinely know how you are. Yeah, yeah, I have
0: to readjust. But also I feel like you never forget something faster than you do in New York. If someone said, fuck your flip oh, job. God, you're yeah. like you get really angry uh, right there and then and then you're <laughs> like, Oh, okay, and then you forget about I'll it. I'll
2: kill your kids, but the next the next train stop and we forgot like, about yeah, it. I forgot yeah,
0: all right, we're getting off track.
2: Yeah, already. Um, already.
0: One thing. So you, one thing you hate is that it's just go go go. Mm-hmm. But what's one thing that you love?
2: I do love that it's. I mean, I've only been here for two years, but yeah. it's always an endless adventure. I mean, every weekend you're somewhere new, doing something different, and there's still a million things that you've never done. Mm. And there's it's endless, endless possibilities. It really, really is. It's, and you know, people yeah. of all walks of life. I mean, I grew up with. A town of 2,000 white people. So, like, you know, being in a town with so many different people and different interests, you're just exposed to so much. It's Which I don't know, like, it's, like, unlike anywhere else in the world, where you're exposed to so much, maybe it can be overwhelming.
0: Last question oh before we get before into Before I get it. to go home. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Is, what is one thing that you've learned in New York City? Okay. I do like, you, know, it sticks uh, with you. It doesn't have to be something profound. Because yeah. these don't take that. Separately. Okay, yeah. I think... <laughs>
2: okay I think one thing that is I guess it is profound it's very deep and yeah no but that's okay but it's very necessary especially for people our ages Mm -hmm. I think I realized that I'm not special I think you know growing up with certain aspirations in a small town of course you're unique and everyone's like oh yeah it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. but then you come to a city where at least you know our line of work or whatever we may do we meet so many people every single day that have so many unique stories and talents it's like no dude you're one of, of a million
1: yeah and you put into boxes too, when you never
2: yeah. saw yourself in those. Boxes. Of course, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I never once in my life saw myself as like the muscle guy. I came to the city, and that's all I am is like yeah. the dumb muscle guy. I'm like, Wait, I didn't know that. Like, what, is that what I am? But that was like never a thing back in pencil Because people guys feel like got to know you. They didn't right. just. Everyone
0: keeps saying, "Oh, you're special, special." But sometimes, like, well, you know, yeah. you're not. Yeah, I,
2: there's twenty guys just like me, probably on my block.
0: Yeah, you know. But that's okay.
2: Yeah, but that's yeah. okay. I'm learning to roll
0: with it. Yeah. All right. right. Yeah. So I'm glad I get to get know She's these annoyed. sides of you and the New Yorker sides of you. Because mm. now, you know, it doesn't take long before you're kind of an expert in New York. Because this city, it, she throws you into the water and she doesn't give you any lifeline. You have to figure out how mm-hmm. to. Yeah, you have to figure out things fast in New York. So last episode, we talked about roommates, which is one mm. final thing of new york and how to survive in new york you need roommates but one other thing that's really vital when you first come to new york especially i guess for us who are freelancers actors performers etc., is that you need a survival job mm-hmm. those lovely two gotta words. pay that rent yeah <laughs> you gotta pay mm-hmm. that rent we started a podcast talking about how we all met actually at a survival job mm-hmm. was that a catering job and <laughs> in some rich person's house it was the survival job where we kind of first met which is kind of fun i want to start you guys off and like what well, do you remember what your first survival job in the city was when you first got here trying on clothes for rich people <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. that's, a Wait, what?
2: that's a thing what what do you mean what? i mean
1: it was kind of f- being a a, a a showroom model Only it wasn't a lot of corporate clients. It was a lot of rich private clients from Europe coming to this hotel and watching you try and clothes. And they would be talking about giving it to their daughter. Oh, I just thought
2: that's what they like doing is watching people put on clothes.
0: (laughs) I guess there's weirder things in that. That is so... I didn't even know that that was a thing. It's basically show remodeling, but for for
1: private private clients. And that was just the weirdest thing. And I remember having such a culture shock.
0: At that. Yeah, coming from Iceland and it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah, no. Who would pay for
2: yeah, that? Yeah, who would pay for that? Yeah. <laughs> that,
0: that's a thing. That's a thing. Holy. Okay. Yeah. And what about you, Sean?
2: My very first job?
0: Yeah, so, yeah. when you came to Yeah, from my York. very
2: first. Well, you know, you come with the big aspirations that I'm going to take over the world. I remember my very first check, I think, came from uh, selling clothes at a fancy gym is what it was so you know i graduated oh, yeah. i got a degree and everything i did all everything you was supposed to yeah moved to a big city i signed with a talent agency and a modeling agency i'm, like, oh, I'm gonna conquer the world <laughs> and my very first job is for a job for ten dollars an hour signing or, you know selling clothes ten dollars an, yeah. an hour what? which even back in you know small town pennsylvania it's like dude i wouldn't leave my house for that are you crazy yeah. but when here i am like i get a free gym membership and that's why i did it yeah but at the same time it's like what Oh my god! I can't afford even a burrito on. That.
0: I know it's crazy. No, I think um, my f- first survival job was actually uh, I just continued my job that I had in college, which was um, being an assistant down at a costume shop, and I was paid you know twelve bucks an hour. Okay. And it was I mean it was good because I could use a skill. But You're still, a
2: it, That's cool stuff. But yeah.
0: Still, it's like working forty hours a week for twelve dollars, and your rent is a thousand dollars. It just but that's work. the thing
1: as well. These constant struggles to do something that is remotely related to the field that you're interested in. And then when you've just moved to the city, you don't know what kind of a pay is a normal pay
0: and what isn't. I know. And the shit you, the shit you put up with mm-hmm. for survival jobs. It's just crazy. Yeah. But do you guys you have survival jobs now?
2: Oh, always.
0: Yeah, always.
2: always. Right. At least me. I did. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, I do. I mean, like I still yeah. do catering. Mm-hmm. You know, I still. But now, yeah. What do you guys do now for survival jobs? So right now, uh, I
1: take evil projects for corporate clients <laughs> with illustrations. <laughs> And I sell my soul just because at least I get to draw while doing yeah. it. But um, as an example, and I probably should not admit this to the universe, but I'm a vegan. The last one that I did was for thousands of dollars, but it was actually illustrating how you kill
2: sheep. <laughs> <laughs> the irony! Oh my gosh!
1: And I did not know it was gonna get that brutal and detailed. What's attraction.
2: what's this company? I am like. What? <laughs>
1: It's a biotech laboratory, okay. and it's for the farmers, and you're meant to be educating. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll take that on. But I did not know. Then they sent me the descriptions, One that accepted it, and it was actually, this is how you shoot it in the head.
2: I would love to see these farmers' reactions to oh. these diagrams. That I mean, is unbelievable.
1: I could try to make them cute.
0: That is hilarious. <laughs> that's, the irony. But that's what I thought about, the shit we do just yeah. to, like, make rent. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you, know, you kind of have to throw your... Your morals and ethics out the window. Oh, every
2: time. Yeah. How about you,
0: Sean?
2: What do you do? You... It's, I, I, you know, I pretty much am the, the catering master of New York City. <laughs> yeah. i with so many different companies that, anyway, anybody, I'm pretty much a prostitute. Where whoever's paying me the most that day, that's where I'm going. Yeah. So just still private. I always just say private events because I'm. you just do so much random stuff. Yeah. If you just say private events, A, it makes you sound more elusive and mysterious, and B, it kind of keeps my. Keeps my ego afloat. Okay, I'm not catering. Oh, it's private events. Yeah, it's a little right. bit more ritzy, I guess. No. Yeah.
0: We've done some weird parties together. Oh,
2: God, yeah.
0: We've been to, like, birthday parties in the Hamptons mm-hmm. with, like, theme parties. And we had to dress up in a costume. Oh, my do... gosh. That's
2: right. Yeah, that's right. As nerds. Yeah. We were nerds.
0: We were nerds because the, the theme of the... the a birthday party was a mm. frat party. But that's the thing as well. I did one
1: party the other day in the Hamptons. It was like a 50th anniversary of like this very New York old money. Yeah. All the women had a plastic surgery. It was a gigantic property. <laughs> the entertainer was like a, a, a Paul McCartney's uh, like True collaborator favorite. from mm-hmm. Carnegie Hall. But they, they would get all these model types. And then, of course, there's actual waiters that are doing the actual work. And then they get these model types had this Calvin Klein model put on a chef's outfit and pretend to be a <laughs> chef. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Did yeah. You to well, look prettier in the kitchen or something. It's just absurd. And so how so? So okay. it was not
0: actually like. So there was a chef, like, behind the curtain yeah. that was making food, but they had this, And homeboy like, got
2: to steal his thunder. That's, yeah. yeah. And we had, yeah. like, a
0: prettier guy just, like, dressed up as a chef. It's just insane. And it keeps surprising me. And now, after three years, maybe it shouldn't surprise me that much. I guess that's the best and the worst part of, like, the survival jobs. is like, you get to see this little mm-hmm. glimpse of what's yeah. at the end of the tunnel, in a way. Other yeah. jobs that you've done as survival... I have been a office filler. I've been paid... i heard about that. I have been paid to come into an office at some company because they were having an important client come over to the office. Yeah. And so I was hired among a bunch of other people... To just come and sit in the office so it looked like a young, cool, hip office. Oh so we just like oh, brought that's so yes, cool. we just brought our we brought our computers and we sat on Facebook or whatever it was. <laughs> no, no no when the client came in we had to go on some, you know, Wall Street journal yeah. site to make it look like we yeah. were working. But I got paid to sit and be did, an office filler. Did they
2: like run you of the gist of the company and like No, they're
0: they like don't talk to the clients when they come in look up and like, eh, smile nod and then go back to your quote unquote oh work gosh. yeah gosh. that's the thing you can get a job as an office filler it's so insane
1: I've also I've had a meeting on like Wall Street with like this super rich dude that had like this massive company and he just wanted to hire a girl to sit in on Important client meetings and pretend to be on the team. <laughs> no, know. <laughs> no, the thing oh. is, he came on to one of the girls in the interview, and the company decided and to tell
2: her. Yeah, he to
0: work for them because he was a total creep?
2: Yeah, I would think the majority of them are, and they would <laughs> they would have to talk to you. Exactly. It seems strange. But that
0: is so. Is you know that that's the exactly. thing. But how is that still a thing today? I guess it's all about image, but those are survival jobs, and yeah have yeah. is when you. Do your survival job, where do you draw the line, like, what would you not do for a survival job? If I'm being humiliated or if I feel like
1: I'm being, if I'm not, if I don't feel like I would be protected or somebody would stand up for me, if I feel like my client doesn't have my back, I would not work for them. Yeah. Like, I have done, even the catering companies, and there's maybe somebody at the party that comes on to you,
0: if I feel like I can't report that, I won't work with them again. mm or is there something that you just don't want to do because you're like, oh my god, no, I can't. Do I don't that. think I'm yeah. See, I don't, like don't have
2: that. a soul when I'm desperate, so I am yeah. pretty much sell out. <laughs> I am too. That's such a sellout. Yeah. You know, yeah. there.
0: I mean, I've been I'm handing out flyers at Macy's sometimes because it's like that's the only job I can get that day, mm-hmm. and that will pay a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Pharmaceuticals, I won't do. But yeah. I did do cigarettes last summer. Okay. I mean, cigarettes look cool. Wait, that's why cold. I <laughs> smoke is
2: because of you. I <laughs> knew that. Okay, I can blame you. <laughs>
0: But what, what about
2: you, Sean? Is there... I mean, no. Like I said, I'm just a desperate loser. So, like, <laughs> no. I will do anything.
0: I'm more thinking also about if someone offers you a job, it's like payment wise, like, what, what would you, like, say no to as a survival job? Yeah. Or... Okay. I don't know. I mean, they have to pay
1: you well. I mean, I've had offers, and the pay is just too low. Mm-hmm. If you're going to take on a job like that, it's going to have to. Yeah, but what too. is too low. I wouldn't show up for less than 300 these days.
0: A day, for, yeah, for the day, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, that's my rights. Usually, like, if I, now that I am can be a little bit more selective, it's like I don't leave the house for 30 less than 30 an hour,
0: but yeah, yeah. but when yeah. you first started, it, oh my god, I would
2: have left the house for five was, and I would have had yeah. sex with them all.
0: <laughs> 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 no. no, but seriously, because we've been here for some years yeah. now, yeah. and you build up a knowledge of what you can say yes to what mm-hmm. you shouldn't say yes to what is a good rate for a survival job i mean i guess for you have to be able to pay rent mm-hmm. you have to like not feel like shit doing it mm-hmm. i was happy with 90 to begin with yeah, yeah. I just the day it, just yeah.
1: 90 for the day I was yeah like, damn well mm-hmm. done me but then you realize how expensive everything is here. It's crazy. And how really they come about, and how much other people are willing to pay for
0: the same thing. Where do you guys go to find survival jobs?
1: Good agencies, mm. good agents. I don't know, word of mouth. That's the thing, and that takes a while to build up.
2: I think that's how I get the majority of my jobs now, is just by word of mouth. Yeah. I'm getting texts. You know, five a day. That are like, hey man, you want to come with this job? And Hampton's like, okay, who are you? But yeah, yeah, okay, I'm in yeah. for that, right? Of course I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that was the biggest thing. I know when I first came here, not knowing anybody, it was you know getting them to know know that I do work hard. I, I like to joke around and have fun, but you know I do work hard. I do my job. But when you first get here and people don't know you, I mean, I just went and applied to every one of them.
0: What is some of, like, the weirdest events say? Like, what? Oh,
2: God. I I mean, a lot of shirtless stuff. A lot of shirtless stuff. Oh, really? I think, like (laughs) I said, I have no morals, so it doesn't bother me. And, like, usually if I do shirtless stuff, I'm getting tipped better. So it's like, hey, go for it. For some odd reason, Sexy Surfer Santa is a thing? What? That's a thing. So, like, I've done, like, four of those where it's, like, Sexy (gasps) Surfer Santa Where I get paid, like, very well to just go, like, take pictures at a Christmas party and chill. Dressed like sexy surfer Santa. No, for real?
0: So, like, it's almost like a character job. Yeah,
2: yeah, I got that long blonde hair. But especially, you know, a lot of these sexy surfer Santa jobs are like, hey, we'll pay you this amount to come take pictures. Feel free to drink the entire time. It's like, oh, God, are you sure? It's all, so, yeah, I'm getting paid just chill with a beer and just shoot the shit with people. But you are at
0: these parties?
2: It's usually, like, corporate-type events where it's, like, you know, like, their clients and or their employees
0: sexy surfer sexy surfer Santa Santa. that is amazing Mm -hmm. that's a good survival job that's a
2: great survival job and they pay they they pay me entirely too much and it's so much fun that's like one of the moments where it's like they pay people to do this shit are you crazy That sounds. that's the city though they pay you pretty much to do anything you
0: can do anything you said word of mouth have you ever gone on Craigslist to find a survival job no Craigslist freaks
1: me out Instagram (laughs) however I feel like if you get a lot, and if you have a portfolio yeah. website, but then you also get the creepers. That are, I have got an offer, um, like a love letter, and then like, how much would you charge for like half an hour of office fun? And what? I was like, I don't think you got it right, but I do because it seems yeah. like a lot of people think that modeling is the same thing as prostitution.
2: Maybe he just wanted to play board games.
1: Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't think he wanted to play board games.
1: <laughs> No, and somehow, as well, when you build up a portfolio website and stuff, some creepers have cut out pictures of my feet from all those pictures and gathered what? them onto a website, and now I am accidentally a foot fetish model, even though I have never done a foot oriented shoot. Uh, you gotta tell the
0: story how this happened.
1: A friend of mine googled me, because mm-hmm. she knows I live in New York. She googles me. I don't google myself she calls never. me up, never <laughs> I have now because I am aware of this phenomenon oh god but she calls me up in hysterics telling me that I have to google myself because I will discover that I have a five star rating as a foot fetish model <laughs> on this celebrity foot website and I go in and people uh-huh. are commenting and then the thing is the first gig that I get in a sitcom in the United States I'm all <laughs> excited I'm on TV I'm on cable TV of course the first scene in the first episode is me getting a foot rub oh uh-huh. yes down it's on YouTube with my name on it what and I accidentally with your name on that foot famous I came here to
0: be a serious I had the
2: see these feet now I'm very <laughs> curious
0: yeah. I mean I I, that guys. is amazing <laughs> I and, 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 and very very creepy but but just not you should cash in on this because I was actually going through things on crisis like yeah. I was just going on under jobs mm-hmm. and Craigslist because I mean I've I've looked for jobs on Craigslist. Actually, I found one of my most favorite survival jobs on Craigslist. I was at uh, an office assistant at a literary agency for uh, several months. And I learned so much. I had the most incredible time. I got to read scripts that have never been seen before, mm-hmm. comes right from the writer.
2: I hate to interrupt, but it all makes perfect sense that why none of my shit's getting read. Because they're hiring <laughs> people on Craigslist have been here for a couple of years, hey, this yeah, no. you're the entry gate to our fucking literary no, Sean, agency. I am
0: your entry <laughs> gate Captain. now! But that was one of my favorite things, and I found that on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things that you can find on Craigslist. And you guys have never found a job Craigslist?
2: I never have.
0: You have never even looked? No. Hostessing. I did get a hostessing
1: job at a posh, posh, posh restaurant in Brooklyn that I did for half a year that I found off of Craigslist. And that was a good survival gig for a while. But that was also one of those crazy culture shocks where you get to see how rich, rich New York is one time. There were seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars sitting on a dinner table in front of me. Wait, how much? Seven hundred and fifty thousand. Because in it was cash? like a staff party. They had three checks, two fifty each, oh. and they were celebrating in some way. And I walked past and I noticed the checks and I just wanted to vomit because you realize how rich, rich New York is.
0: Oh my god! I kind of don't want to know that stuff. But that was a job of Craigslist. That's
2: something out of a movie. That's not real life.
0: Cause I was going through Craigslist to see what's up there right now. Yeah, now I'm How curious. Yeah, I'm curious. It. And so I found one that was. Uh, this is very vague. It just says models wanted. Summer sizzle. Shorts. Skirts. Swimsuits. That's it. I
2: should grab a pen and write some <laughs> of these down. Yeah. And but
0: they pace well. And they wanting it to be exotic. You must be 19 plus years old. And it. it it says possibility to make a thousand dollars. Possibility of making it happen. But there's like nothing. There's no company. No nothing. No anything. But I do guess, you know what they say? Contact with pics. Of course, you, yeah. So I think this is just a porn site. Yeah,
2: like yes. Yeah, so, oh,
0: is that what it is? Yeah. Look, for they sure. want to get pics.
2: Now, okay. Now do that porn search for Anne. Okay. It's okay. Up, yeah. See what comes up? Yeah. Like
0: blonde Norwegian this is actually you can make money off of this Yelp elite reviews wanted what? so all, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all my good reviews on Yelp are being suppressed while the bad reviews stay up I'm looking for Yelp elite reviewer to help me I will pay you for any Yelp review that stays up God.
2: see that's kind of makes me nervous to go to any of these Yelp approved places now yeah, okay, exactly yeah.
0: you can be a foot model here you go. go oh there we go oh so that's perfect. You have to
2: just send the YouTube clip.
0: That's I all I need to believe. see. Oh, you know, it's another survival job I've done. Well, this is kind of like through through modeling. So I mean, I guess it's a survival job. I got cast to do. You know those. Of romance novels that oh, yeah. you find in like Walmart and mm-hmm. gas stations. Well, they need covers. Okay. Oh yes, yes I have done yes. a couple of those covers what? for those romance oh, why novels. Are they not
2: blasted all over the That's so cool.
0: I have, not but I haven't found them, and I try to like look them up to see if I can find them. Mm. But that's that's certain things that I just don't want people <laughs> to like know. Wait, did do I you not. have? The no, pictures? I. Ha- I, haven't, well, I don't have them, I haven't seen them, but I've done those like romance, they cast in New York, people, if mm-hmm. you want to get into that. So
2: don't somewhere, that's our connection, somewhere in you know the Walmart near my hometown of Pennsylvania I is mean, a book cover of And is chilling in the book show.
0: I've done
1: lingerie shows and I won't do that again. Why? Because one that I did where I decided not to do it again was organized by a woman who was super friendly, it was organized by my female agent as well. But then when I show up, it's in the sleazy bar. <gasps> oh.
2: What? Yeah. Ooh.
1: And it was called Women's Night, but only men showed up. Uh. So I won't ever do that again. Yeah.
0: Sometimes if you get a survival job and you get too comfortable in your survival job, oh, your survival yeah. job turns yeah. into yeah. your job. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, do you guys feel like that has happened to you at some point? Like where you just like feel so stuck in your survival job? I did, um, no, maybe, the host is
1: the
2: same thing, which yeah. is why I quit it. I, and I feel like that's the beauty of, you know, the whole private event thing is, like, it's not yeah. a nine-to-five, it's not an everyday thing, yeah. and you can make your own schedule. Yeah. So I do find myself at times, maybe, like, once a month where it's like, you know, shit, I've been working entirely too much, that's not why I'm here, mm-hmm. let's take a break, do what I want to do, follow yeah. my aspirations, right. and set that shit aside, and there's nothing, like, okay, that's cool.
1: Because working only in your chosen field can also kill your passion. Just as much as a survival job that is not related to your field can also kill your passion. Mm-hmm. So that there, there's that balance of like, you can have a, a job that you just think is fun and you're working with fun people. And then at least when you do your passion, it's with passion. Mm-hmm. Or you can only work in your chosen field, but not all the projects that you choose, you're not going to have the ability to say, no, thank you, and yes, thank you. You're just yeah, going to yeah. have to take them all. So having a job that isn't related to your field is no worse than really, really, really pushing and being stubborn about only mm. accepting your field. So
2: I think what really keeps me going is working with people that are just as hungry and 10 times more talented than I am and having them, you know, it's almost like a competition where it's like, okay, yeah, we both don't want to be here doing this, but we're paying our rent. And when we get home, that's when the magic really happens. And I think talking to people that are super ambitious and much more talented than you are, it's like, okay... <laughs> this is what's gonna keep me going. That the next time I go to work and do a job I don't want to do, am I gonna also talk to them about how I didn't accomplish what I want to do? No, hell no. I'm gonna go home and work my ass off so I can tell them the next day and inspire it's always it's, it's, it's so as long as you surround yourself with those ambitious people, I feel like that is what makes it that's what makes it a little better, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: So true. Yeah. Mm. And I mean hello, we met each other survivors. Exactly, exactly. And here we are. Yeah. You build so much of your that's such a cliche but you've got so much of your character through mm-hmm. doing these things Sur- survival jobs can make an impact on you as well uh, me for instance before I came to New York I had to make money to go to school because it's really expensive to go to school year. surprise surprise I worked in the daytime I worked at a um, bookstore which I loved mm-hmm. and I would go home sleep for a couple hours and I would work, work night shift at a nursing home I have to say that I think that everyone, no matter who you are or where you are or how rich you are, you should try and work in a nursing home Mm -hmm. at some point in your life because it teaches you so much about just being a fellow human being. Yeah. Because there you are. I remember the first time, my first day, because my mom is a, a head nurse, so she got me the job. And the first day I come in, someone had passed away. And I've never seen a dead body before in my life, mm-hmm. you know, because wow. in it's not very common with, you know... To die? No. It's not very common to have, you know, open caskets and wakes yeah. and whatnot. So she said someone passed away tonight and I uh, that might happen when you're doing your rounds at night. So I wanted to ask you if you would like to see this person so you're prepared, so you've seen it before you might walk into wow. it. Because to be honest, people go to nursing homes to die, you know? Mm. Yeah. I didn't think I would take it, but I was it's so funny how when you are told to do a job and you just have to do it and you go in and you're thinking, Okay, this is my job, I saw it, I was like, Okay, it's fine and I had to go to work and the residents or patients would ring the bell and they would have huge accidents, you know, big accidents over all their bed, all themselves. And you would think that, oh, I could never do that. I could never, you know, hose someone down after a big accident or, like, change some old person's diaper or whatever it is. But when you're in a job and you come into that room and you see the person sitting in it, that's just, they don't want this any more than you do. And you come in and you're thinking, well, I have to do it. And so you just do it. And it makes you... Humbles you so much, and so I think that that's one of those jobs, survival jobs that I had that shaped me. Yeah. In such a big way, because of it's some of those things that, yeah, that's not what I wanted to do, but in the end, it gave me so much, and I was able to do it, and I was able to go in there and do the job, and so do you? Have you had any like survival jobs? That yeah, you have and I said that
2: just listening to you talk that humbles you as a person. You know, it makes you a more well-rounded. That's kind of where I come from. I come from a very blue-collar town mm-hmm. where it's like, you work, you know, if you work 50 hours a week, that was minimal. You know, mm-hmm. you're working your ass off doing manual labor. I mean, I did that for 10 years. Yeah. Where I bust an ass on a blue-collar job doing manual labor, and it's funny going to a city getting paid very, very well to do minimal work, right. and I still bitch about it. <laughs> you have to remind yourself, KJ. Yeah. it could be a lot worse.
0: Yeah. You could be doing a
2: lot more work for a lot less money. Exactly. Stop your bitching. Like, just do your job and, like, you're... Yeah. You're very well off compared to what you could be.
0: Yeah. You know? right. mm-hmm. But how do you guys find, how do you get through it, you know, those jobs where you don't really want to be there? Like, how do you find pride in your work, even though this is not what you want to do? Mm-hmm. I how do you write about it? Yeah. <laughs> how do you stay motivated to go out and be this, yeah. like, sexy surfer sent like, <laughs> like, how do you? So that's,
2: that's an individual job, but the majority of the time, it's, it's, I honestly think it's my co workers. You know, I've worked okay. with both of you. And I think that's why this is happening now is you surround yourself with those good people that enjoy being around you. So when I'm at work and I'm not dealing with the 1%, I'm back there talking with you. And I think it's kind of like we're in some sort of conversation with, okay, I can't wait to get back and talk to you more about that mm-hmm. or to make fun of that person that's out there and come back and tell you about it. Mm-hmm. I think – or if I am by myself, I think it's like that's when you really get lost in your own thoughts where it's like, okay, dude – Get your shit together. If you if you don't if you keep you know slacking off, this is gonna be you forever. So I think if I'm by myself, it's my own thoughts. Like and that's why you know the ideas for you know whether any projects they might have you know writing or whatever. I think to myself during that time.
1: That's so true because you want to lift your partner up, especially if it's a crappy event. You want (laughs) to try to make it somehow like okay, but you're gonna feel good, all right? And then they lift you up too. I think as well you just you have to leave your ego behind mm-hmm. right. when you're jumping into the survival jobs and you can't take yourself too seriously because it can feel like such a clash of identity yeah. and especially when your jobs mix like I remember doing a survival job as a barista when I just graduated as an actress mm-hmm. and I wanted to be a very serious actress and I even had a meeting with the, uh, the Reykjavik city theater director <laughs> About a production that I wanted to bring to the theater, and he treated me and my theater company so well, and we felt so professional. We had such inflated senses of selves as artists. Mm. The next day, he came to the cafe that I was working at, and I served him. Oh, and I wanted to die. Exactly. That's tough. That's yeah. Really tough.
0: Have you tried to like hide your survival jobs from people? Like, what when, when you go home to your respective towns. I mean, do you ever talk about your survival jobs? I, I mean,
2: like I said, I graduated with so many... I mean, there's 2,000 people in my town. Yeah. So the amount of story... I by, the people that I've seen, they're just blown away. So everything, I think, no, I haven't, because, they, I mean, they think yeah. I'm a rock star, I'm just bartending. Yeah, That's know. so good. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm fucking awesome. Hell and yeah.
0: I don't tell... Yeah, everyone thinks you're living this jet-set yeah. life yeah. in yeah. New York, and all mm-hmm. like, oh, you're a model, yeah. you're an actress, like... Yeah, but how I pay my rent yeah. is to, you know, dress up at it as a nerd mm-hmm. in some Hamptons party and yeah. serve hors d'oeuvres.
2: Mm-hmm. Of course.
0: <laughs> but, you
2: know, you tell that stuff. So I remember when, I've only one time in my life, because you meet a lot of famous people doing what we're doing. Yeah, And I remember, like, I've met some of the most famous people in the world. And I've, like, never been, okay, sir, what would you like? Not a big deal. But I remember one party in particular where I actually broke character, where some of the – I personally admire so much was there. And I actually had a meeting with the director of development about one of my scripts a week prior. So being at a party bartending for him, I'm like, sir, I just want to say I'm a really big fan. I actually had a meeting with Jason last week. And he's like – what? <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's also a guy that doesn't. He's not the face of, you know, yeah. uh, of the movie business, but he's right. like behind the scenes. So I think him hearing that was kind of cool. Mm. But it's just really fun. to The was one time you,
0: you broke hair. Yeah, yeah. The,
2: that was the only time.
0: Right. And I'm going to remember when we're all up there, when we're all invited to the party. I'm just going to remember <laughs> those days so when I was catering <laughs> yeah. and being really fucking nice to the catering people. Yeah. And remember to tip. Mm-hmm. Oh, Remember to tip. Huge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, people tip you? What? When is it? I'm kidding.
1: That's just
0: like... then sharing the tips. Yeah. And if you want to go into... Ke- Here's a tip. If you want to go into catering, learn how to bartend because you're going to make way more fucking money mm-hmm. than being a server. That's on
2: being hush-hush. Yeah, exactly. You're, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. You're, that's a little tip. Yeah.
2: And that's... You know, I remember coming here too and being at a party and I was... I think I was... This is like early, early on. And I was like serving a, pla- a plate of something and one of the bartenders got sick and they're like hey can you, do you know how to bartend I'm like oh hell yeah I've never bartended in my life so I got back really? behind the bar and just started mixing up all this shit and like I got every drink wrong but by the end of that one time it's like okay I can make the necessities like, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing I drink Coors Light I drink Light Beer from the woods of Pennsylvania and if somebody asked me for a vodka soda I'm like you want you want vodka and coke that's so weird that's vodka. so strange but like, I, I I guess, like go head first into it and you'll learn that's the best way to learn see it and now
0: Oh, yeah. here we are
2: at the mm. top of our survival <laughs> talking yeah. mm-hmm. it was real, I, I, I and to go off subjects no. or topic so many times but it was really funny last night I went and saw a, a catering friend of mine yeah. who made it out he's now on on Broadway doing Mean Girls no. ah. and he you know he took us back, me and my parents backstage it was great he's such a nice person and uh and he was asking, you know, you know he said, like, How's the catering world going? I'm like, You know, I'm making leaps and bounds in catering now. I'm killing the catering game. <laughs> Acting might not be a thing anymore, but I'm killing the catering game. But it is a nice occasion to see friends like that. Like, it does happen. Yeah, it does true happen. It's a killer
1: thing as well. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you, you may be successful for three years in a row, and then, like, a couple of years, you're going to need extra income. So yep. don't don't burn bridges yeah yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah. Bridges. don't become an asshole and think that this is all over for yeah. you you're gonna come crawling back probably most likely yeah and yeah. it's good to have friends everywhere
0: yeah the oh. cheapest prince to buy all blacks is H&M you guys <laughs> <see>. <laughs> H&M oh man don't it's go 30, to Banana yeah. Republic
2: oh man
0: Okay, so I, are you going to any survival jobs in the near future?
2: Tomorrow morning I am. No, Tomorrow morning. There will be some breakfast brunch thing. Yeah, we'll I see. Just, get, yeah. get a mimosa. It's on me.
0: I just did like uh, I did, did a couple of uh, catering events. But now, literally, I have nothing left. No, that's not true. I'm trying on clothes for rich people. Oh, yeah. How you get
2: in this gig? You guys are killing yeah, it. It's, that's it's awesome. good.
0: Um, but so that's, that's my, I, how are you? I'm about to illustrate another meat industry one. Uh, so, I mean, what's so so it like small. being so talented yeah. and actually being
2: successful? Yeah. That's strange. Damn it. Yeah.
1: Well, well but that oh, was a no. mean one. I'm going to have to illustrate more dying animals. But I do As a, a vegan, mural, that that's so That's awful. But I have a mural as well. And the mural is a fun one. Yeah. So, you know, you mix it, you know.
0: so you can, like, give someone an advice... Or if just be a good person I think that's the most
2: important at the end of the day yeah and I, that's what I was going to say too is you know catering could be a lot worse because I mean at the end of the day I've eaten some of the fanciest food in the world that's, and was, that's true and, and, and there was a three month span where my grocery bill was a zero dollars right. because so I just yeah. take the leftover food home so I mean I think every job I've had in the city has benefited me the, in so more good. ways than one whether yeah. it be free gym memberships or you know free leftover wine or free food oh, like you can help yourself out a lot if you get a survival job that has to be Bring a purse. big
0: bag to all of your catering <laughs> jobs, right, Sean?
2: <laughs> I, I I was I'm the master of that, yeah. right? There's so much catering food that's probably like months old in my fridge still. <laughs> oh but my it's God. Like, if I am hurting, like yeah. you know there's always some, you know, some leftover, you know, duck pate in my fridge somewhere, I don't know
1: and share let your friends know when there's a job opening bring yes. your friends in because they're gonna do the same for you and that's mm-hmm. the way
0: that's true in. that's a very good advice yeah. actually like yeah. yeah let if you can't do a job pay it forward because they will come back mm-hmm. what goes around what
1: comes around yeah you're not in competition with people I think that is also confusion especially yeah. in like acting and stuff you're competing with your friends you're probably a very different type from them then. yeah mm-hmm helping
0: them is going to help you out and eventually. don't sell your eggs on Craigslist you like, don't. So, <laughs> it's too much it's just no it tastes good one time but it's not worth it I haven't done it but I've there seen so are many s- eggs yeah <laughs> <laughs> and There's there are posts out there where you can do that like, I researched that I was so like Were I, you wouldn't, de- I wouldn't have, have done it but I was desperate and I was curious I oh, was going
2: to say because you have a certain look too I'm sure that they're willing to pay oh, high yeah, dollar yeah, yeah. for So
0: don't do that people no no. thank you guys so much thank you for sharing and you know it's it's not so bad having a survival job everyone needs it every now and then and you know things can come out of it yeah, yeah. And so. you, you
2: see the bright side you, know, you have to if you, it's easy to say that but try really try or you're going to be a miserable dick like the majority of people in this city <laughs> to try to be That's happy true.
0: thank you guys so much thank,
2: thank you. you I'm sad it's over